welcome to the Payments Journal Podcast. I'm your host, Rima Katz. In today's episode, we're digging into the performance of the ECH network in 2023. Despite the challenges posed by the ever-changing landscape of payments, the ECH network remains steadfast as the backbone of secure transactions, processing an impressive 31.5 billion payments valued at $80.1 trillion. The ECH network continues to demonstrate its resilience and adaptability in an increasingly digital world. Joining me today is Mike Hurd, Executive Vice President of ECH Network Administration and NACHA, and Elisa Tavilla, Director of Debit and Javelin Strategy and Research. They're going to speak to the continued growth of the ECH network, especially same-day ACH and B2B payments using the ECH network. Mike and Elisa, it's great to have you with us today. Let's first look at the big picture. Mike, how did the ACH network perform in 2023? It did great, actually. In 2023, the ACH network added uh, over a billion and a half new payments to annual payments volume, and that resulted in a uh, growth rate of 4.8% year over year, so almost 5%. And that that growth rate itself is, is an improvement over the prior year so. What we're really seeing is that with the economy doing reasonably well and with or with employment levels being high and with uh, migration of payments continuing to move away from paper checks and from cash, that the ACH is um, growing robustly and is poised for, for continuing growth into the future. And by the numbers, uh, the ACH network handled 31 and a half billion payments uh, last year in 2023 uh, and moved more than $80 trillion. So some some really big numbers. Drilling down into the numbers a bit, uh, the same day ACH per payment limit increased from $100,000 to $1 million in March of 2022. Now nearly two years since the increase, how is same day ACH performing? Well, yeah, same day ACH is, is doing even better than than the overall network growth rates. 2023 was a, a pretty remarkable year with transaction volume growing over 22%. I think the, the dollar limit increase to a million did have an effect out in the marketplace. That increase happened uh, in 2022, but we have been seeing results from it continue all the way through the present with increases in transactions and increases in dollar flows. And since inception, since same-day ACH started in 2016, we've now surpassed 3 billion same-day ACH payments, moving more than $6 trillion. So, you know, as far as our our faster payments capability um, goes, same-day ACH is is really a leader in terms of adoption and, and usage by payment system users out there. We see leaders in the growth being things like business-to-business payments and also in consumer-initiated debits that are initiated on the internet. So doing things like transferring funds, paying bills, loading wallets, things like that. So we see high growth rates in in those types of transactions. We also see some growth um, in direct deposit to consumers. And this would primarily be for payroll payments and other disbursements. Maybe it's a, a payroll emergency where payments have been missed, shift or part-time or gig workers, where B to pay is more of an important consideration. We're seeing that 
that type of transaction increased from a volume growth perspective. That was really impressive growth with same day ACH um, that you noted, Mike, in particular, since the limit has been increased uh, to $1 million in the past few years. I'd agree that the limit increase has had a significant impact for same day ACH growth and adoption because it certainly can accommodate more use cases for faster payments and money movement, whether it's business to business or between consumers and businesses, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. like disbursements and insurance. Right. I guess often we forget that something is like a limit increase can have such a significant impact on value and growth in adoption. I guess not necessarily the same platform, but a comparable example that comes to mind was when contactless cards were rolled out in the UK and the limit was only five pounds and they were wondering why adoption and growth wasn't taking off. But then gradually the limit got increased from five to 15 pounds and then in increments of additional 10 to 15 pounds and now at 100 pounds, mm -hmm. certainly uh, consumers as well as merchants find a lot of value and use cases for being able to use contactless payments, especially without having to enter your PIN number. We see the same thing, right? You know, this most recent increase, I think we've seen similar impacts with previous, not only dollar limit increases, but when we've expanded the schedules for same-day ACH, it seems like each additional capability that comes live results in a, you know, kind of an organic uh, increase in adoption uh, of that. You know, you, the insurance example, I think, is right on. We had an insurance company tell us that the increase to a million dollars was a game changer for them because they, are, they were looking at same day ACH for dispersing claims to beneficiaries. And at the prior limit of $100,000, not enough of their volume would be eligible to be processed same day. And so for them, it wasn't worth it, both from a efficiency perspective, but also not wanting different clients to have different experiences. But when we went to a million, that got them over the hump to where, you know, the vast majority of their volume that for that use case was eligible and they they went ahead and, and they could utilize same day ACH for that purpose. So it, it seems like the same kind of thing happened with, you know, putting in a, a change and, and seeing the result from it. Yeah, certainly it makes it more inclusive, whether it's from the use case or the customer base perspectives. I can definitely see why mm -hmm. this has contributed to the growth of same-day ACH adoption. I'd like to explore how businesses are utilizing the ACH network. Mm -hmm. Mike, what have been the trends for business-to-business -business payments? Specifically, what are the trends for same-day ACH business-to-business -business payments? Mm -hmm. good, good questions. Another, those are both significant results. I think business-to-business -business payments have been one of the true success stories on the ACH network. You know, let's say over the last seven to eight years, especially, the Association for Financial Professionals in, in repeated surveys document the decline in the use of checks for B2B payments. And Notch's data shows the converse side of that, which is that ACH 
uh, use for B2B payments has been growing really by double digits um, over the last seven to eight years. So in 2023, the growth was almost 11% to 6.6 billion business to business payments. And this is really, I think, primarily oriented around B2B vendor payments. I know during the COVID era, we saw a pretty dramatic shift impacting businesses that didn't have staff present in, per in person to issue or to process checks. And that was really a catalyzing event from a behavior perspective for businesses to, to not process checks at all, move to, to ACH in particular and other electronic payments in general. Drilling down even further into the same day, uh, ACH volumes for B2B, I'll just say, wow, <laughs> volume growth in um, 2023, almost 51% up to 261 million um, B2B payments uh, made using same-day ACH. And from a dollar uh, movement perspective, a growth of nearly 60%, moving about $1.4 trillion uh, by same-day ACH. So again, a real success area for ACH, for same-day ACH, and moving a tremendous volume of, of payments and dollars. Lisa, what are some trends that you're seeing on your end in regards to this? I think all the examples that Mike commented on related to B2B, we're, I've just been seeing the same thing. From the Javelin side, we have survey data that shows, for example, that small businesses often face uh, challenges with cash flow and they think faster payments would help improve their cash flow. So this is certainly uh, an area that same-day ACH uh, would help support. Interesting perspective. And I think, you know, whether we're talking about same-day ACH or other faster payment options, most, not all, were developed and launched during an era when we really thought about interest rates as be effectively being zero. We'll see how high interest rates stay for how long. They already seem to be on their way back down. So maybe the impact is not going to be uh, large or long lasting. But it certainly, I think, has people's attention that, you know, when you're operating in, with higher interest rates, some of those considerations start, start to factor in. Keep in mind, however, that, you know, better cash flow for one side of the payment might, be, might mean worse cash flow for the other side of the payment. You know, a, pay, a payer that holds on to money longer to accumulate more interest is is going to pay at the last minute. So that'll that'll have an impact on on the receipt side, or or vice versa, right? So that's certainly you know considerations for for entities out there, but it remains to be seen. I think, it, particularly with how high interest rates stay and for how long, whether that has a true and lasting impact. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Very interesting, certainly important to consider both perspectives. You know, we always talk about faster or immediate payments being the best solution, but it's interesting. Obviously, some people mm -hmm. uh, strategically want to hold on to their funds for longer and wait till mm -hmm. the last minute. There is a little bit of an irony potential that faster may not necessarily be sooner. 
Right? <laughs> you can you can issue a faster payment, uh, at, an instant payment at five p.m. on Friday, and technically make the payment on time, but it's not sooner than than the pay the payee having gotten the funds Friday at opening the business. Mm -hmm. So they're both Fridays, but uh, that's a case where where faster is not sooner. As we take a look ahead to 2024, Mike, what are Notch's priorities for enhancements to the ACH network this year? Yeah, well, we have a number of priorities, uh, plans on the books. We are looking to define additional expansions for same-day ACH, including to encompass the full business day uh, in the Pacific time zone. You know, most of our systems operate from an Eastern time zone perspective, and the current processing day closes still kind of mid-afternoon in Pacific time hours. And so we were looking at expanding uh, hours later in the day to accommodate full business day in the Pacific time zone. We are also going to be proposing some changes and enhancements to the international ACH transaction to try to uh, improve understanding and adoption, uh, this very uh, significant and important ACH network capability. We're going to be expanding our account validation services that we offer through Notch's Fixius Inf Payment Information Exchange Network. And finally, uh, maybe last but not least, we're going to be rolling out some improvements to ACH network risk management, particularly around fraud monitoring uh, and reporting to try to raise the bar across the industry on how we collectively monitor the network for anomalies and for um, transactions that might be fraudulent or initiated fraudulently. So, you know, lots to talk about. I think any one of those could be a uh, subject for a full uh, in-depth discussion, but uh, those are some of the things we have on the, on the plans for 2024. I think the plans that you noted, Mike, for 2024 for same-day ACH are certainly very exciting, and I think they definitely support one of the key themes uh, for 2024 in payments more broadly, which is mm -hmm. uh, the interest and momentum around faster payments. Mm -hmm. There's certainly lots of interest around RTP and FedNow, but as we all know, Neither network is as ubiquitous as ACH today, um, where the infrastructure is already in place. There are the credit push and debit pull use cases are already well developed and in place. So financial institutions are already comfortable um, using ACH for all the different types of payments. In fact, um, not all use cases actually have to be instant. Um, like you mentioned, uh, faster doesn't mean sooner. Faster also doesn't have to mean instant. Right. Um, but overall, I think same-day ACH definitely offers greater efficiency uh, with ACH. And uh, I anticipate there'll be continued growth uh, mm -hmm. for faster same-day ACH, and some of the other developments that you mentioned, uh, 
international transactions. I know there's lots of interests and momentum around cross-border payments. Also, interest with pay by bank that's supported by ACH. Uh, right. I imagine same day ACH would make the experience better for customers as well as financial institutions, the way they offer it. And that pay by bank certainly coupled with uh, open banking. It'll be really exciting to see what new innovations and developments happen around that space too. And, you know, I think your, your points about, you know, same day ACH and that it's, it's, you know, ACH is, is known and tried and true by just about all corporates and same day. It's just a faster version of it that offers both credit and debit capabilities and, you know, access to virtually all uh, financial institutions in the U S as receivers of those payments, I think, uh, you know, keeps same day ACH very, very relevant in terms of, you know, what the market's looking for. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think you make a very valid point with uh, the checks to ACH uh, and then ACH to same day ACH and the next, the faster version being instant payments. Everything I think is incremental taking sure baby steps. I mean, people were just making payments where you're used to writing a check and then waiting for the postal service to deliver it. And then all of a sudden you need right. those people don't necessarily need their payments to be made like within five seconds. Like it's just right. uh, a huge gap in between and there are other existing payment methods such as ACH, whether it's traditional right or same day that uh, fit in between. So it really all comes down to the different use cases, what value people are looking to get out of the various types of payments and also the timing. And that certainly would determine which rail or which payment method makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. I, you know, there's, there's going to be a number of options with different characteristics and different speeds and and, you know, users will adapt to those and, and choose what works best for them. I think it's going to be kind of an era where most of our electronic systems are going to be in growth modes for, for quite some time. Exactly. I know I always bring up this analogy and most of my conversations to the telephone and communications, like, you mm -hmm. know. Thinking back how we had a landline, well, I guess way back when it was just like uh, telegraphs. Um, just for the record, I wasn't alive around the time when we had <laughs> telegraphs, not that old. But um, with uh, landlines and then the giant cell phones and now then we had like the flip phones and um, but still not with Internet. Um, and now with smartphones, so just uh, the evolution over time, whether it's with speed and other technology, um, and now smartphones are ubiquitous. So I imagine with payments, uh, even though it's not apples to apples, but just with the technology and the evolution, um, and you mentioned the different product iterations too, I imagine well, the trajectory or the trend will just lean towards faster mm -hmm. uh, 
more greater efficiency and more precision and control for all who are making payments. Yep. I think I agree with that. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and perspective. And thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Be sure to subscribe and stay updated on the latest Payments Journal episodes. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues.